Conesty, how are ye? Welcome to the Candle Tales podcast. We're finally sitting in person. We're not even in a office. We're sitting together in O'Sheen's um, place. Look at that. We're, we're in a little home studio and we're able to touch each other. <laughs> uh, finally, thank you. Uh, the plague didn't get us. Uh, <laughs> many not plagues. yet. There are so many plagues in Irish mythology. I'm saying the plague didn't get us yet. Yet, yet, yet. Uh, we've survived so far. Uh, Conesty, how are you? Hope you're all getting on well. Welcome to the Candle Tales podcast. We're doing a post-show discussion of the last episode, which was the fear of bulk. And uh, Roche put beautiful music to it and Sirka told this one. Yeah. We're here to dis- dissect it and talk about it. And I guess, uh, <laughs> I mean, this one is, uh, it's kind of almost a happy story. It's like, finally, somebody <laughs> doesn't get wiped out by a plague. Speaking of plagues. First time. First time. First time. So, like, long history of people getting wiped out by plagues in Ireland. Yeah. Like really well established at this point you're kind of almost I feel like at this point in the Mokun invasions you're like expecting everybody to get wiped out by a plague because <laughs> like yeah. the couple of Nemedians that made it back to Ireland get wiped out by a plague mm. like obviously the Parthenonians got wiped out by a plague Kessler's lot got drowned like just it's almost like we, we, we meant to do this right now to talk about plagues because of the global plague um, yeah. you know in comparison to these mythic plagues are it's a bit of a shit plane. <laughs> anyway, it's it's not nearly it's, it's not nearly as effective. <laughs> because like these plagues are very much wipe out absolutely everybody on the island plagues. Comparable now, comparable. I'm just saying. Which is um, kind of like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Whereas you know this is obviously less severe but still severe plague. So yeah. Anyway, the 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 furbolg. They actually hang in there. And speaking and, of hanging yeah. in there, uh, we've been hanging in on Zoom. You've been listening to our post-show discussions on Zoom. Thank you so much, uh, everybody who's listened to this podcast, who's donated on Patreon, uh, who's given us a little bit of boost and uh, supported us because, you know, we've been able to buy, well, cameras and set up a little home studio with the beautiful mic and have Oshin in the background um, tweaking away uh, squirting away in his little computer den he's just away um, in his little den over there <laughs> um, and yeah your patience has been amazing we're able to actually produce these and get together and this is hopefully going to be better sound quality perfect video going up on YouTube subscribe to the channel if you haven't already hit the bell icon so you know when we're going live because we have some really exciting live stream and yes. live studio stuff coming up hopefully uh, in the very uh, not so distant future but for now uh, let's start at the start of this story which is the end of the the Medians right it's so loads of guys drown and there's a boat left and I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because every time you talk too loud, all of the strings and all of the instruments behind the camera start vibrating. <laughs> and it makes this really weird, like echo. Yeah. So we're kind of always like, not not stage project the way we normally slip into doing when we're talking to each other and getting very, excited. I'm, I'm very used to doing it. Well, it, it, is it a certain timbre in my my voice? Most yeah, no, like, there's there's certain. Ding. <laughs> no, 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 there's just certain strings that are just going, yep, I hear you, buddy, me too. <laughs> and there's this, like, funny little hum from the room when we talk too loud. I think it's the banjo. I think uh, it's mostly the banjo that's talking to banjo, like. Uh, anyway, we're we're talking about... Um, we'll give you a little look at Oshin's collection of, yeah, of fabulous instruments. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of instruments. So, 
starting with this the story the guess with the end of the Nemedians and that's where we're looking at it because one boat survives when the fear bullet basically destroy the Nemedians which is the previous group you mean the Fomorians the Fomorians this is one of the big this is one of the most common things that I feel like we do a lot especially when you get to this point of the book of invasions where you're like the Fairbug I mean the Fomorians I mean the Fairbug I mean the Fomorians because they both start with F with the same letter and I'm sorry I don't know how anybody is supposed to cope go, go with that. That's not... <laughs> that's not all right. Um, <laughs> like, you get there. You look, get there. It's like people having a birthday in the same month. I'm like, I don't know what you people want from me. What? You get one... Oh, one, one birthday a year is all I can remember. I don't even do that. Mine. My own. And my mother's. Because it's the 1st of May. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty much her. It's pretty pretty. Easy. Hers is no, she's actually the twenty ninth of February. Yeah, yeah, she's a leap year baby. Leap year baby, so she's magic. Actually, she's actually twenty one. Mm-hmm. Weird, she's younger than me. Yeah. Anyway, um, time, <laughs> tiny wine. Time is made up. So again, these are like um, there's that resonance from the. Yeah, I know. It's happening. It's so um, I don't know if anyone can hear that. Pro- you probably. It might just pro- be us. Definitely not. Um, so anyway, the Nemedians were the. Third group of people to come yes. to this Kessler, land. Parthenon, Nemed. Right. Nemedians did not do well in their battle against the Formorians. They drowned an awful lot of them. A few boats survived. And this is kind of like the seedling for the, the rest of the stories that for people to come back to yeah. Ireland. So th- it, it Seedlings becomes... in a dandelion sense of the word, right? Because they get blown out and they all go different places and then different stuff That's happens to I them. Which is really cool. Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure that I got the metaphor. Right. All right? Yeah. I got the metaphor. Sibling telepathy. Yeah. So. But it was just like, you know, there's, there's some seeds that float and there's some seeds that land, sank. And, you know, sank. And this particular, yeah, the, the Fomorians, I believe we talked at length in the live stream about how Britain Whale mm. was the, the founder of Britain oh, uh, and the, the namesake of it. Always good to mention the second time. But this is this story concerns another boat of them. This concerns the boat of Nemedian survivors who went south. And they didn't do great. Great, they did not do indeed. (laughs) Again, I love this. They go down south, they survive, they're looking for some way survival. They get to Greece, is it? Apparently they get to Greece. Yeah, in the story they get to Greece. Um, I always find I always feel a little bit weird about using modern names. Mm, me too. With these stories, because like Greece, as a nation, I mean, it was city states, and then it was you know there was uh, there was all kinds of different things going on in Greece. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. talking about Greece in the ancient world is is a little weird, but somewhere in Greece is where they landed and Mediterranean and well I mean specifically the part of the Mediterranean that, that is modern. Not, okay, right, okay. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Not necessarily like, you know, but you know what I mean. Anyway, that's where they landed. Okay. They finish up somewhere around Greece or somewhere in Greece. They do prosper from the point of view of like being fruitful and multiplying. They, their numbers grow hmm. till there's a thousand of them. But at some point in this, they are captured and enslaved. Not great. Which is the not great, not great part. Yeah. So they manage to flourish population-wise, whether it's yes. under the thumb or the ruling yoke of another, we're not quite sure. Either way, they might they basically got captured, colonised or, or just yeah, enslaved. Yeah, they got, they got enslaved, which is kind of like, 
you know, that was, if you think <laughs> no. about civilizations in, in Greece, so you had stuff like the Spartans where you had your warrior class, but it, it, they were fed by a slave class. Mm who were the farmers and who were the suppliers and who did all of this stuff. And that seems to be kind of what happened to the Furbolg, that they got like co-opted into this civilization that was not their own. Mm. And people who were like already there went, oh, cool, a boat full of people who have nowhere to go. You can come here and live. Just do all the shit work for us. Because yeah, basically, as far as I can... And don't get paid. As far as I can see, and like, if for anyone who's been out there planting potatoes and digging up weeds and trying to plant stuff in their gardens... Is this because, about your seaweed potatoes yes, again? Yes, it is about my seaweed potatoes again. Okay? He keeps talking about the seaweed potatoes. It's hard work, though. It it's very proud of the seaweed potatoes. I am. I'm but he also keeps bringing them up. I'm just... And also other plants. But like, the thing is, like, actually oh, feed yourself and... Survive, right? So you know, farmers get this, people get this, but I think we get a bit disconnected in modernity from like where food actually comes from, yeah. the, the intensive labour that is necessary, yeah. and the global aspect of of creating a vast amount of food for vast number of populations, which in, in, you know, which you has use of GMOs and chemical fertilizers and, and all stuff like kinds that. of stuff and all like... kinds of stuff. So before we had that, we just threw slaves at it. Or as Louise okay, you know, like you throw through Jesus if you throw Christ. human misery at it for long enough, you'll fix it. Um, well, you, you don't actually. You'll you'll get you'll get food on your plate. You or, won't you won't fix anything. Or giant, you know, um, amazing uh, buildings, and and you'll get a lot of stuff. You get stuff. <laughs> it's not that, a good. That way was. To. I like. I don't know if anybody can hear the immense cackle that came from Oshin on a slight delay after I made that joke, but uh, he's he, in the kitchen. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, I mean, so we have. Uh, you know, this is going back to a time where, where slaves, you know, slavery was a way of... of yeah, slavery for... was a thing. Slavery was a thing for a lot of a lot of societies for a long time. And this, they were the slaves of whatever group in Greece, which is not named. Yeah. The and... tribe that they encountered in Greece isn't named, the nation they're in isn't named. But they're given this task... Mm-hmm of carrying fertile soil to the infertile places and spreading it there until the infertile places become fertile. Sometimes it's the mountains becoming as fertile as the plains, but it's just like... And levelling the mountains. It's, yeah, like levelling the mountains and like, like... But it just sounds like such a... It's such a descriptor of like a never-ending task because yeah. by the time you carry all the soil from the fertile place to the infertile place, the infertile place is fertile and the fertile place has no soil left. So then you have to start again. You have to go back to the other place Achoo. and get soil. Yeah, so yeah. like, it's just this like never-ending, back-breaking, hard mm. labour mm. with these sacks as their only tool. Kind of tool. And, it, and it's that, that like, that's clearly metaphorical of like this is the, the as you said the never ending task of of providing food and sustenance for does, a, a, does a good class. word for it um, do you know what it is come on Sisyphean no way Sisyphean 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 a Sisyphean task is a never ending task a Sisyphean task it is named after a guy named Sisyphus who was punished by the Greek gods to be put in Tartarus oh, yeah. and he had to roll a boulder up a hill and as soon as it nearly got to the top, it would roll back down again. And so he had to roll it back up the hill. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then it would roll back down again. Poor old Sisyphus. Poor old Sisyphus, but a Sisyphean task. So the Furbolg are given a Sisyphean task in the Mediterranean. I'm going to use that as much as I use concretize. Now that I've heard 
Uh, I've been using it so often. Um, we, can't, we can't concretize this right now because uh, I learned that word recently. Sorry. I regret. Um, uh, hey, I look, we're at, le- we're at le- least educating about 10% of people here as well who are also on the same wavelength as me. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, um, Sisyphal what now? Sisyphal what I'm just happy that you don't say indubably anymore. Indubably. 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 Do you do you know how long that took? Say mm. it again. Indubably. So long. <laughs> Hours of my life. I was like twelve. Hours of my life. <laughs> okay, but you can't hold me. I, mean, I was like prepubescent learning. <laughs> if you there. hadn't gone around the place going indubably, indubably, <laughs> indubably, I would not have had to teach you how to say it properly. Indubably. Um, <laughs> so ah, uh, we forgot the throwing and stuff at Aaron stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad you forgot that. Um, so we don't know what what happened in that chapter. They got enslaved. They were given this yeah, we're vague, vague, vague information as to who captured them. Why? Sisyphean task. No, about the Sisyphean task. Or Sisyphean. Oh, I've said it wrong. You've confused me now. How many S's in Sisyphean? Um. Lots. <laughs> okay, so so what we do know is that we're given this horrible task, and that's kind of yeah. We don't get a lot of de- a lot more detail about what went on for them there in the Mediterranean, except that they were there for quite a long time. They did expand in numbers a lot, as we said, and they also kept alive this story of a homeland. That's the key part, because yeah. and again, it's like. Trans transfer of, of knowledge from an age gone by in like 300 years must have passed or something something like that like that but they, they keep this island of, of this green island from the north alive in their mythos yeah and they keep telling these stories and maybe whether it's the singing of the songs and some some way of keeping a, a community keep and a culture life. some yeah. whatever name it started in this land is kind of brought back or kept alive in some way or that's kind of so yeah so they they know that there is a place where their ancestors came from where they were free mm. and where they were driven out of. And how they told the story of Nemed and whether it's the same story of Nemed that we have seems kind of, you know, a little bit vague, but like Nemed is their ancestor. They are descended from the Nemedians and so they consider Ireland to be their home. And so they eventually get together and set off and try and go back. Well, before they set off... First, they need to make books. But that's what I was getting. Yeah, and yeah. this is low-key my favorite part of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the entire book of invasions. Okay. Is the way that they make their boats, because how do they make their boats? The only thing they have are sacks. There is a type of boat that you can make, that is a stretched canvas, over a wood frame that you then tar. Wow. So what do they do? They make boats. Stretch their boat. out of their sacks. These sacks that are like the symbol of their slavery, that are that they are named after, that are the thing that oppresses them, they make it into the tune of their freedom. 
they transform and become free they, of like, it. like yeah it's, they, it's beautiful it's like they take like they take the name Furbolg and they make it something to be proud of mm. and they take their they take their oppression and they make it into their freedom yeah brilliant and, and I just think it's gorgeous it's like. gorgeous and again like I, I love that symbol of oppression they're they're the men of sax or the people of sax yeah and that's their job to to, to use these sax to, to make the land fertile and suddenly they're taking the sax and transforming their their own identity as well of being yeah. using the sax to free them and, and go back to their mythic homeland well they change what sack means they change what the bullock means they change they change it into yeah and then they're proud of being the fear bullock then they're the fear bullock uh, exactly because they've given themselves something to be proud of and they've they've not just their endurance but also their escape yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know they, they have this like this is where I think is also an interesting one in the fear bullock because everybody else so far has kind of gone in an organised fleet <laughs> whereas yeah, you lads. know from the landing of the furball because they land on every side yeah, yeah they land at all these different points around the coast in Ireland class and that's how they find the centre they all just because they start walking and they meet in mead they meet in the middle class which is also fucking class. Mm. And like, you know, the, the, the sacred centre, I think we've talked about this before, Ishnuk is actually geographically not far off well, get, as a centre point in Ireland. And I've drawn... That's kind of... That's, it's, I've kind it's of drawn lines, because like if you're coming from Donegal and West Cork, like, like yeah. if, if you went and you, and you, and you kind of put a pin, pin in the middle, you'd be probably more like... You'd think it'd be somewhere like right in the, in, in the centre, like... Like if you if you drew an axis, but then then you kind of come across somewhere like kind of north of Limerick or or, or like Athlone-ish, you know. Yeah. But you're like actually no, well, because like, if you're coming down from Donegal and Antrim and West Cork and you know the, Waterford, the point of convergence yeah. is actually pretty close to to Tara and Ishnock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like that's that's kind of the cool thing about it as well is like they this is they found it by all walking, yeah, from yeah, roughly yeah, the yeah. same moment coming in, Gorgeous. which is just yeah, it's just a kind of a cool idea. And like obviously the island is not a sphere, so you don't have an exact centre point. Sure, but like this is how they this is apparently how they figured it, maybe how they figured it out. And again, landed and walked. You go to Ishnuk and, and like there's some amazing like tours that go on there, and we've met a few few people that are doing great work in uh, <laughs> Marty <laughs> up in. Uh, yeah. Marty, Marty oh, that's his second name. Oh my God! You're uh, asking the wrong. Everybody person. will. Everyone who knows or have ever met Marty, he came into the Stag's Head one year and, and told a couple of stories with us. He did, and he was He's absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Um, he he does a lot of stuff with an electric picnic and of in there as well. Yeah, and he's he does some great tours up in Ishnick. And when you go there. You're, you you get a sense of like uh, you know a feeling of a place a feeling of a right this is a, an area of celebration this is an area where an awful lot of energy has been cultivated and you know it, it's strong like and, mm-hmm. and so you can go into the spiritual aspect or you can go into whatever else and the, or the resonance and even just from a point of view perspective and, and nothing to do with spirituality you look around and you can see more of the island yeah than usual yeah you're on a high enough point in some of the flattest area in Ireland and you just get to see like the mountain ranges in the south and way out west like so you get to see a huge amount of the land Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like and as an island I think as well to be surrounded by land completely is mm. kind of something that you know sea folk and seafaring folk would have been like oh whoa fuck look we're actually in the middle of the land so 
there's something that's kind of beautifully there's something nicely secure about that as well if you've been tossed around in the ocean for a little bit too long without knowing exactly where you're going but there's also something I think that I like the fear bullocks seem to have a, a very strong connection to land and they have a very strong spiritual connection to kind of knowing again they, they, they separate Ireland into the five provinces yeah that's their that's their innovation and that's the 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 Cúiga Cúiga thing like the, the the this is something that I'm sure we've talked about before the Irish word for province is, is Cúiga which means one fifth but there are four provinces today uh, there were five now some some of the stories and actually some of the Firbolic stories as well say that there was there was two monsters, and then there was Leinster Connacht and Ulster other yeah. stories you just left it. Kerry out there and so on to go to you know, no one wants Act- to go north and south and <laughs> <Damn it>. others <laughs> others and usually the one that we land on is this idea that Meath was the fifth province was the province of kingship and that's where Tara is that's where Ishnook is that's where the high kings sat and so that's kind of like the uh, uh, a nice fairbog like innovation in Ireland mm. is that this is what they this is how they divi- decided to divide it up right so that there were kings in every province but then there was a high king who kind of had the role of like mediating between the kings yeah and you know making sure that nobody was running amok um, and everybody was kind of again they didn't really start off too great did they well they actually they started off okay and then when the first king first king had a rule of about 45 years I've now forgotten all of their names they're in the podcast Um, (laughs) I remembered them for long enough to tell the story and then they fell out of my brain again Uh, but the first king they're all they're all related the the Firbull kings they all land they're this family of of brothers they're all um, oh begins with a D can't remember anyway uh, after they make that voyage, which is kind of, you know, uh, this terrifying voyage of not having steerable ships and not having oars and not having, like, rudders, yeah. where they just get into these dinghies and hope for the best. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, I mean, there's people doing it today in the I, Mediterranean. Yeah. That's which the... was actually very on my mind when I was recording it because I was just like, fuck. Well, it here's is. These, here's these people, you know, they get into dinghies. They, they're, we hear less about it in the past year because of the the whole pandemic situation. But like, that's been going on for several years now. People, people trying to get to Europe in fleets of dinghies. Yeah. And that happens where you get like, that try, you might try and keep your family all in the same boat but if if you get separated you're not going to know like when when Murr was out in, in the uh, refugee camps in Lesbos our, our mum went out there as a volunteer a couple of years back like that was the first thing that anybody wanted to do once they landed was get a mobile phone get on network try and find their find family where the find where if they landed and if they landed where they were mm-hmm. because if you get separated if you're in a different boat you haven't got a fucking clue where anybody is. Yeah. You haven't got a clue where your dad is. You haven't got a clue where your mum is, where your daughter is. You don't know because they are on a different current and whether they're going to sink and drown or be picked up and sent back or be shot at or wreck or land safely somewhere 500 miles away from you. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea. And so like this is, this is kind of like, it's, there's a there's a, there's a sense in there of like it's it's mythic and it's removed and it's kind of epic and it's heroic but it's also that 
epic journey in that and that level of heroism is being undertaken like sure. daily by people and it's who that, are, and it's exactly the same impulse it's the, rep- it's the repetitive kind of nature of human existence it's it's the, it's the journeys that we that so many people go on and have to go on yeah. to escape from danger persecution yeah. war um, and <laughs> fucking and fleeing they're, they're all like that's the thing they're all doing it for exactly the same reasons as are in the book of invasions escaping from danger trying to get away from something that is horrible that is oppressive that is terrifying trying to find something better trying to go somewhere better that's what that's what they're doing and that's what they're doing in the myth and that's what they're doing uh, today alright my camera went off there for a second we're back <laughs> and if you're listening to it you won't even notice <laughs> so the modern resonance of what's going on in this in story it's it's very dark it's very current it's very tragic but very human and it's, yeah. it's that obvious thing that people are always trying to escape for a better thing and again it just what what this does for me always the book of invasions is break down the barriers of race of borders of of the divisions that we, we grow up with and it's that kind of social yeah. unlearning that we have to kind of go through and go all right yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the people from here to coming to there the, you know they're not fucking people like yes people are people <laughs> people are that damn people people are people and yeah there's no kind of like yeah no I think that's that's the big thing is that like aside from some parts of Africa nowhere in the world has original inhabitants that are from there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like nowhere on the entirety of the planet we've all come we've and all come from somewhere else and the whole thing is that the struggles are so in, you know in every little culture and every pocket are so repetitive that you have stories like this that sounds kind of beautiful and transformative of, of leaving the slavery behind and, and becoming free and finding a land it's poetic and it's beautiful but when you actually look at the, the, the struggle in itself yeah. of actually having having to do the fucking thing oh yeah yeah that's Holy a lot shit. of work that's a lot to do it's a lot to do like and it's a serious struggle and it, and it's 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 sobering to consider the the struggles that people are doing today to yes get out of war-torn areas in, in the Middle East to try and get to somewhere that's some way safe even yeah. if they have no family and no friends and no no careers but it's it just all that left behind to try and find a land of again it's the la- it's all about the, la- the, the the hope the land yeah, of hope yeah the kind of promised land yeah. thing um, that's always a part of it and that's and it's such a part I think for the fair bollock as well because they're coming from such a dark place and it's all about getting back to this promised land mm. this place that they were kicked out of this place they were expelled from where everything is going to be okay and then of course they get there and they get to the shore and they all walk and they meet in the middle and they make this wonderful division of the five provinces. And then everything is like, again, there's not a massive amount of detail, but it's pretty clear that everything is not okay. Yeah. Because you've got like, interesting thing about the kings. Um, I may or may not have used our little technical difficulties as an opportunity to look up their names. Because I've forgotten them. Hey. Uh, but the sons of Dela are all the chieftains they become the kings of the different provinces and Sengan I think is the first king right so he rules for 45 years that's fine then you have this period of a guy rules for two years somebody rules for four years somebody rules for five years for three years and you have this succession of like short 
choppy leaderships and they all end in being overthrown by right so so you've, you've a game of thrones thing going you, on there you've obviously like a game turbulent. of thrones thing is hinted at mm. yeah you've got your kind of five kingdoms and there's power struggles and there's stuff going on and like you know obviously there we talked about that before you get you get to the new place and you're you brought yourself with you and you still have your own problems to deal with and this is the kind of thing of like a people who are like well as, as soon as we get away from our oppressors we'll be free and we'll be fine and we'll be happy hmm. but then you also have to deal with the other people that are your people yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's they're still there um, and I guess because they've been so traumatised they're they were enslaved they were they're, they're, they've transformed themselves and, and reclaimed the idea of the fear bullock but they're still <laughs> transgenerationally traumatised from and, yeah. and, and, and inhibited by fear and so they have a lot of resistance to being ruled potentially, and potentially. yeah and like That's I think inf- we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more I think when because I think it's, it's in the encounter that we'll hear about next week that you kind of see a lot of that coming out yeah and a lot of their kind of like fear and trauma and kind of clench because the interesting thing then in this is that their final king Uchi yeah is a king king he's right. the first king ass king of Ireland <laughs> like he brings about he, he gets some kind of a legal code in place right he's a proper king no rain falls only dew which is like king's an Irish myth you know they're good if the weather's good yeah 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 like there's lots of salmon, lots of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and he's the first one of all these invasions again. Like we've had Parthlon, we've had Nemed, we have we've had Kesser. They've been shite. There have been lakes. Well, there have been lakes. There have been plains. There have been different kind of hints that they're kind of accepted by the land. But this is the first time you have the king is in the right place and everything is right. Yeah. And everything is good when the king is good. Mm. And like this is the first time that everything like clicks into that proper harmony mm-hmm. flow thing yeah. and it's not like a lot of people think of the two de Danon as the original inhabitants of Ireland it's not under the two de Danon that happens it's under the fair bulk yeah which is really important and like Rue uh, Rue O'Shea who, who does, uh, does the music for the, the, the series as well like I've been talking to him a lot about the difference between uh, he loves the fear bug and I do too I, I have a like, certain respect for him they're kind of underplayed in these stories and they're kind of like you know there and we'll talk about this next week more as well but I, I guess they get a, they don't get a great rep they're kind of like oh yeah they're there we, we always focus on the two of the Italian it's like the mythical brilliant magic people magic people who, these people are amazing these are amazing we have just talked about how amazing these people are and they kind of become oppressed again and they kind of you know, like well there's a little bit of, again we'll talk about it next week we'll talk about it next week um, but the one thing I will say is there's the final or there's a really curious repetition of names here yeah. in that we in the name of the story he does that awful move of capturing the four uh, brothers of uh, the Fomorians yeah. and the, the kings Gand and Sengand are the ruling kings and they're and of course fight. two of the sons of Dela are, da- are Gan and Sengand so you have this oh is it, is it just because they they sound mythic and they're put into the story is there a way of you know or is is this the way that the Firbolg honour their Nemedian history by passing on the names of their enemies mm. and is this maybe a hint at their opinion of what Nemed did yeah. did they maybe think that he made the wrong move yeah. and therefore Gan and Sengan were the were, were right and 
gave the names that gave those names to the sons of a chieftain because like these are again these are important people and, and I think that's an, also an interesting thing about the name Oki because yeah. this is the first Oki mm. and there are so many kings that are called Oki that all like, of the rest of them then become well, Oki something it almost becomes like a title yeah um, like Ohi is is kind of the word for it's it almost becomes a title because there's Ohi Aram and there's Ohi this and there's Ohi Fidelik and there's all kinds of Ohis. Mm. So and like one of the names for the dog is Ohi Olahar. Yeah. Which is translated as the old father. But of course Olahar means all father. Yeah. So what the fuck does Ohi what mean? What the fuck does Ohi mean? <laughs> Ohi means just like Ohi, you're Ohi's an Ohi. Like, well it's dude. It's kind of it's kind yeah. of honorific. It's yeah. kind of like it, it almost becomes like your majesty. Mm. Um so mm. This is the first king. This is the first Oki. This is the first Oki. So that's why I think of him as the first, like, king king. And you know what else strikes me in this? Is, like, they come to Ireland, they provinces. They have maybe the, the stories of Nebuchadnezzar and the stories of the fear book. But there aren't any stories. We don't go on long enough. But there are no stories of them fighting with the Fomorians. Yet. No. And so their, their quarrel is with the different people. But Which, again, is interesting. It's very interesting. Because you get that thing of, like, they're, they've named Gan and Sengan after Fomorian kings. Yeah. They come to Ireland. They don't, they don't fight. They don't clash with the Fomorians. They seem to have an internal struggle and figuring out how to best rule themselves. Yeah. And potentially, if we want to look at it from a point of view of they, they learned the mistakes of their descendants and try to uh, better themselves, this is how they try and better themselves, by taking the names from, from previous and, and kind of yeah. in, inter, intertwining them into they their kind own. Of leave, they, they, they kind of leave the Fomorians alone. Yeah. Because like if you think and about they're, it, they're le- and then left alone. They're left alone, yeah. Exactly. Until trouble with a capital T starts coming from the north. Well, this is the thing. This is when Oki has his dream, which is sort of he entered it on. And now we're going to find out what happens. So stay tuned, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, thank you for our Patreon supporters who have gone to patreon.com forward slash candidates. Uh, thank you to everyone who has sent us uh, PayPal uh, donations as well Any, every little helps guys we're just yes. keeping this going as long as we keep on getting asked to do it uh, thanks so much for tuning in tune in to the, the two of the Danans <laughs> the two of the, two the Danan. Danan. next up will be the two of the Danan the, uh, and, uh, the original inhabitants of Ireland sorry doing it apostrophes if you're not looking yeah yeah if you're listening to this podcast I'm pulling a condescending face because people call them that sometimes and it gives me hives and she's also probably you can tell by her very facetious tone that <laughs> uh, I, you, know, yeah, yeah. you don't need the handy you don't need, you don't need the handy um, it's fine alright guys tune in next time and go to Mila for listening Salon.